What you gonna talk about today? Intrinsic. Welcome to the first episode of Intrinsic. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Martika McLean, but you can call me Tika. Before we get into this week's episode, let's pray and welcome God into this space. Dear Lord, let this podcast have your will, let it reach whomever you want it to reach, and let no technical difficulties get in the way of this episode, please, Lord. Thank you for speaking through the guests and through myself and having your way now. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we get into this, oh, I already said that, my goodness. Today's episode is about innovative ministries, and our lovely guest who will dive into this topic with us is Timothy Spokes. Easy. Okay. How you doing? I mean, how are you? Nah, nah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. So I've been, I've been pretty good. How you doing? All right. I'm doing all right. I'm so glad when I tell you this guy is like a ball full of energy. It's like, it's a lot, man. It's a lot, <laughs> but it's amazing. It's not a bad thing. It's amazing. Don't worry. it's all good it's all good um so my first question for you is who are you what do you do specifically regarding ministry and why do you do what you do so my name is David Timothy Bonner aka people call me Timothy Spokes and um I guess for me what I really do I'm just I consider myself a, a, a man with a voice. That's what I consider myself as. Because obviously you can say like, oh, he's a pastor, he's a this, he's a this, right? But I feel like God has called me more. Like it's, it's more than just, oh, I'm just this. You know what I mean? It's more than just, I'm just a pastor or it's more than just a musician, right? Because I do music, I, I did I do preaching, I do like relationship videos. Uh, I, I'm an author, you know? So like at this point, like I do a lot of these things and like, there's no big umbrella that says like, I do this, right? But I just do a lot of different things. And cause I'm just trying to experiment on which one does the best and which one works out best for me. But all of them seem to be doing pretty well due to God's glory. So like at the end of the day, like I'm pretty much all those things. And um, overall, like I'm just, you know, just turned 22, not too recently. And, you know, getting out there in age. <laughs> And uh, that's, that's, I guess that's me. I guess that's me from Canada. And that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it for me. Okay. And what do you mean by which one does the best? Okay. So which one, um, I guess, brings in the most traction, I believe, if that's the right word. If it's like, okay, for example, um, preaching, right? It's something I'm doing because I'm passionate about it and I want people to gain the same relationship with God that I have. That's something I'm passionate about, right? In terms of stuff like music or like writing books and stuff like that, right? It's like, okay, I'm doing that and I'm just seeing that, okay, is it is it something that I'm good at? Is it something that's resonating with people or people in appreciating this? For example, like that, or talking about relationship advice, it's like, is this resonating with people? It's, it's not, because like once it's, okay, once people are preaching, I, I preach because I want to, like I'm passionate about it. Right, relationship advice because I'm passionate about it. Like I'm passionate about all these different areas, right? Writing the books, I'm passionate about all of them. But the main thing is like, I'm just observing like, hey, yo, can I continue doing this for the rest of my life? If that makes sense. Like it's, it's something I'll continue doing later on in the future. 
Like obviously the music for us are worldwide. I took a break from it, right? So it's now it's like, do I want to go back to it or do I want to still take a break and just keep on speaking? You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. that, so that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Okay. And talking about, you said that God gave you a voice. And so with your voice, you are an author. Woohoo! You are an author and you are a rapper and you are a pastor. Do you believe specifically when it comes to rap, since this episode is about innovative ministries, um, do you think God gave you the gift to rap? Because I know that rapping can be seen as controversial, especially in the Seventh-day Adventist community as something that can be used for God's glory. So do you think that's something that was given to you by God? I feel like, yeah. The reason why I say yeah is because what God kind of spoke to me was this. This is the reason why like, I preach and rap on these things. He kind of told me, he's like, listen, people are so caught up in just like a routine fashion to worship me, a routine fashion to praise me, right? Compared to saying, I'm a new generation and I need to reach more people. For example, using social media, right? In the olden days, no one has social media, but nowadays is the time to actually spread God's message over social media, right? And God's saying, okay, listen, I want you to post videos on Instagram to reach more people on social media. I want to post videos on TikTok to reach more people on social media because that's the way of the world now. Everybody's on their phone. Everybody's on the internet, right? If I just stay stuck in my old ways and say, just go to church, have you sat and just go to the building, I'm probably not going to reach anybody new. And this, I'm just going to learn stuff, but we're called to be disciples of Christ and spread God's message to other people, right? So I was even reading the Bible this morning, right? There's a Bible I posted on my page this morning. It's that, as long as you're doing God's work, he is pleased with what you're doing. Because as long as you're doing it for God, you know what I mean? And, and when I say that, I mean, sin and God don't, don't, don't go together. Okay. They don't go together. Okay. So you can't say I'm sinning for God. It's, it's not, that doesn't work. Right. But if you're doing men, a certain type of ministry that God has called you with a gift, because we all have, the Bible talks about in the feast, we all have different gifts and talents, right? We all live in gifts. Right. So that's kind of why God called me to do what I'm doing because everybody has their own gift. Everybody has their own talent to, to work in some type of way to serve God. And if your gift is rapping, for example, I made a, I made a whole a gospel mixtape. You know when people are like, yo, I like this. I respect this. Cause like I can listen to it. I can still bump it. I, it's, it's, it's a good song. And I, I can really feel like I'm worshiping with God. Like it's one of those things. And I'm like, I never knew I was able to do something like that. Right. And, and that what I realized is that if you want to reach more people, sometimes you got to step into what God gave you, the gift that God gave you, so you can reach those people who have similar gifts as you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of, kind of way I see it. Like if you, if you do poetry, for example, like I can't tell you, oh yeah, you're not serving God probably because you're doing poetry about God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do that. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like saying, oh, like okay, playing instruments, stuff like that. But I'm just saying in general, overall, if you're doing it for God and God approves of it, but that's kind of what it is. So I feel like God gave me that gift of rap because I'm like, God's like, all right, I'm going to use this. And you know what's crazy? That same gift of rapping allowed me to write rhymes or like that rhymes in, in, the, in the kids book. Mm-hmm. And I would have never done that if I never rapped. Hmm. So. Well, hmm. And I like what you said that 
basically what you were saying earlier, what I understood is that there's people that need to be reached everywhere. And there's people that listen to rap music that can only be reached by using rap music. If you try to reach those people by, I don't know, trying to give them a tract or invite them to uh, some sort of evangelism event, they may not want to be hearing anything about God. They may not be interested in that. But if you give them a song, a rap song that has some gospel lyrics in it that are preaching the truth about God in this song, they will actually listen. So I think that's, that's super important to think about. Also, how do you believe how do you know that your gift has been approved by God? Because you said that if you know that it is what you're doing is for God's glory and it is approved by God, then it's okay. So how do you know that what you're doing is approved by God? I feel like, well, I know that's approved by God because when I go to him in prayer and ask him to do things through me while I'm doing this gift, he does it. Because listen, if, if God... If you ask God to do something, if you have to say you have a, a gift or something you want to do, right? And you ask God, God, help me with this. If God doesn't want you to do it, he's not going to help you with it. <laughs> it's going to be 10 times more difficult. Like that's, that's kind of what I, I kind of want to realize. If, if God doesn't want you to do something, he'll make it 10 times more difficult for you so you can go and understand that this is not what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because listen, if, if, if rapping wasn't my gift, right? And like, you know, you know what I realized? It's that, the reason why he's able to do that is because God looks at the heart. That's the second time. God looks at the heart or man looks at the outside exterior, right? So people outside can be like, oh yeah, this guy's just rapping because, you know, it's about the good beat or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. for me, God knows my heart and says, okay, he, he's genuine about this. He wants to make a difference through this music. He wants to change people's life through this music. So why would I hold that back from him? Why would I hold him back from doing that, right? So if you ever want to know, just, just ask God to send you a sign. Just like Gideon, ask God to send you a sign. Mm-hmm. If you want me to do this, God, help me <laughs> through it. If you don't want me to do this, stop me in my tracks. And God will do it. God will let you either stop you or help you. One of the two. It's one of the it's one of the two. There's no in there's no in between. And if you feel and you know what's funny, it's always as clear as day. It's always very, very clear. If you ask God, listen, show me if you want me to do this or show me if you don't want me to do this, it is very, very clear what he wants you to do. When I wrote the book, right, writing the book, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to write the book. I got a job at Vision Electronics, right? I was here at this job. I was like, okay, cool. And my job right now, currently right now, is still to ship and receive products, right? So when I wrote the book, I was like, okay, cool, I wrote the book, right? And then I was thinking to myself, how am I going to ship these books out to people? I don't know how to do that. Well, how am I supposed to do that? And then I thought to myself, and I'm like, we're going to get the packing supplies from, where's all these things going to fit, all these different things. And I thought to myself, I work in a place where I do this every day, that God obviously orchestrated this, right? So I was like, okay, God obviously orchestrated it. And the way how I knew that God orchestrated it was... We have, okay, these things are packing slips. So you put your book inside a packing slip, right? So it doesn't get damaged or anything like that. So I asked God, God, show me that this book is a will for my life, right? He said, oh, he said, okay. Went to work, right? I went to the packing slip. I brought one book with me because I want to see if it fits in the packing slip. Tell me how, tell me how that book literally fits perfectly 
in the package like like, like how do I, how do I make sense like how do I make like it's funny you know it's, it's funny because we only have two sides of packs one big one and one smaller one right and we don't have a lot we have like like 10 <laughs> we don't have a lot just the fact that that book fits perfectly in there and then I asked my manager am I able to use this like yeah for sure you're able to use this and I was like <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and that's how i knew as I, as I knew god was like listen i want you to do this and then i started getting all these sales and so i was like okay god god's, or, god's orchestrating this god's orchestrating this right now so yeah wow all right well hmm you touched on this earlier you were talking about um rapping for God's glory. How do you rap for God's glory? How is that possible when there's so many people, so many Christians that think like rap music is literally the devil? How do you rap for God's glory? Um, I think it all comes down to your intention and the lyrics you put in there. You know what I mean? If the lyrics are speaking truth, because the Bible talks about, um, I guess, if you're a person who's deceiving people, you're not speaking the truth, not speaking the word of God. So if you're going to rap for God's glory, you got to do it like what God has done for you. You speak about a testimony or you can just, um, yeah, just, just rap about what God has done for you. And, like, and that's that's how I see it because the way I see it, when I read these things, this whole mixtape, whatever, I, I rapped about what God has done for me and how God has changed my life. Mm-hmm. Right? And people will be like, at that point, I can't, I can't see how it's a negative thing. You know what I mean? It's like the main thing about rap music is because like, oh, people are like, oh, the beats can make it sound this way and mm-hmm. this can happen and it brings up spirits. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, but in the grand scheme of things, no one specified anywhere in the Bible, no one specified that like an, a 140 tempo beat is bad for you to, to sing over or rap over. That's like saying the dancehall gospel music that you hear, or like those those like those like Jamaican gospel beats when you hear that little tambourine mm-hmm. in the back. Oh, that's bad. You can't you can't be singing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense because it's like saying, oh, you can't have any like hell song genre when it came out and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And people are like, oh no, you can't do that. You can't you can't sing like that. It doesn't sound right. Does these are putting limitations on God? You can't put restrictions on God. If God didn't want it to happen, there wouldn't be so many people doing it. And if God didn't want it to happen, he would have stopped those people already because he's leading people astray. Because they're leading people astray. Right? And and, and that's, that's kind of what I see. And it's like, in terms of life, you do everything in, in the honor of glory of God. Right? And if it's honoring God and glorifying God and it's not bringing down God in any type of way, God doesn't have a problem with it because you're not bringing him down. If you're being a negative being a negative representative of God, then yeah, you tell you, okay, you got to stop doing this. But if you're being a positive representation of God, He's not going to stop you, no matter what you're doing, because the way, like I said before, no matter what you're doing, because if God sees you sitting trying to say claim it's for God, He's not going to. It doesn't fit. It's not going to work together, mm-hmm. right? Because good and evil don't work together. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I don't know. It made sense. I just wanted to say something. You said that God would have stopped it by now if 
he wasn't okay with this. But that's, I think, a little more complex than that because God could be trying to stop people from listening to certain music by asking certain pastors to preach on this topic quite a few times. And people have free will so they can choose not to because God's not okay with a lot of things going on in this world and he tries to stop it, but people are still doing it anyways because they have free will, unfortunately, and sin is a thing. So I just wanted to like clear up that just a little bit because it's a little complex, but everything that you said, yes, I totally agree with. It's true. It's true. It's true. Do you know how some people in the church view rap music? I would assume that you do. And if you do know, what's your opinion on their opinion? Honestly, the way I see it, it's like, here's the thing, the way I see it, because like I said before, God knows your heart right? God knows your heart. And if you truly have a relationship with God, you'll see that God just wants to mold you to be the best version of yourself. You'll see Mm -hmm. that God is constantly molding you, constantly changing you to be the best version of yourself. And yes, you can say to people like, oh yeah, you know, she doesn't listen to rap music, she can do this, she can do this, she can do this. But if for me, if God didn't directly say to me, yo, Tim, stop listening to this. Stop doing this. I'm probably, I'm probably not gonna stop doing it until God gives me a clear, clear, clear sign that yo, this is not what I want you to listen to because it's polluting your mind. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, you can listen to certain. Like, you know, you know, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's because rap overall has a bad connotation. But there are rap, there are songs, many songs out there that speak about many positive things. That's and, and, and that's the thing I realized about rap music in general. It's not all negative things. You know what I mean? It's not all about guns and violence and gay. It's not always about that. It's not about that at all. Wait, one second, one second, one second. I think that's one. Oh, oh. Never mind. Okay. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. But that's what I'm saying. It's not always about that. It's not all about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people make it seem like it's like that, but it's really not. And and mm-hmm. I, I think that's what the mindset switch is because they only see one aspect, one perspective on it because they grew up in that way. And that's what they already see. That's all they heard. But they don't know about people like, for example, like a J. Cole, for example, who's not talking about take this drug and do this. And he's not talking about that in his music. He's talking about equality, talking about change. And how you can be the change in your life you know what i mean so mm-hmm. so there's there's many things out there that are obviously not every rap song is like the the, the most holiest thing most christians obviously not obviously not right but then that's where it comes out of the power of discernment saying like listen i can't listen to this because this is gonna make me do things i don't want to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you can just there's songs out there that tell you like go, go take this drug go do this and people do it right get influenced to do it because they listen to a song and they say like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. Um, has anyone, I have another question. Has anyone tried to discourage you from pursuing this career in rapping? I guess like, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess because, well, okay. It was more a lot. It was a lot more positivity than negativity in terms of that. Like a lot more, right? But um, 
I guess over time people have like said things like, oh, she didn't do this. But it was never, but I don't even remember, like, recall a lot of those situations. It's more so like, yo, you're doing so that you're doing a good job. You're doing this. That's kind of what I hear. And that's why I never heard anybody say, like, yo, you know, stop doing this. It's not good. It's, you should stop. So I never really heard that. There's not a lot of this game. Like, no, really. Most people are saying, yo, come back. I need you to make more music. That's what people are saying now. So, so yeah, man. Alrighty, that's pretty amazing. I was honestly expecting you to say like, "Yeah, I heard a lot of people tell me to stop." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. that that. So that's amazing. I love that. Okay. Also, there was something else that you mentioned earlier that God. There's people that try to tell you to stop doing a certain thing, but unless God speaks to you personally, you're gonna keep doing it. But God can also speak through people yes, to you. Yes. Yes. So. And 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 that's very true. And and I and I, what I meant by that is this. What I meant by that is this. Um. You can see that someone's speaking the truth by the fruit that they bear. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, because uh, the Bible says, right? And what I mean by that is. Uh, their intentions for telling you to stop, mm-hmm. right? It's like, if someone straight up comes to you and just like, and says, yo, just stop doing this, man. And they don't give you like a reasoning why, like a straightforward reasoning why mm-hmm. of like, but at the same time, I can't even say, I can't tell you how God's going to work through your life. You know, I can't tell you how God's going to work. It's just one of those things where it's like, if, 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 Yes, you gotta ask multiple. That's yeah. Yes, you gotta ask God multiple times. Give me multiple signs, so you know it's not just like a one-off thing. Because mm-hmm. some, because 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 sometimes it can be like some guys are just saying yeah, yeah, don't stop doing this, right? And they can even share up to saying that because they want to say that. You know what I mean? But other times it could be if you, if you ask God multiple times, like one or two times, because I saw Gideon. Gideon I said, God, do show me the sign this way, and God said, okay, bet. And then Gideon's like, all right, tomorrow morning you'll show me another sign. This way, and then God did it. Yeah. So, so, so you got you got to ask twice. So, uh, well, for me, if you want to have clear for clarification, like a real clarification, ask one once, and then if someone God uses that same person to come tell you, maybe okay. <laughs> They're like, yo, most likely, God's telling you through that person, you know, stop doing this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like sometimes the one-off stuff. It's like, for example, if I want to preach or something, and someone's like, nah, I can't have you preach here. I can't do that right mm. that could be a one-off person saying yeah no that's not what i want you to do but then if you ask god god is did you want me to do this year though god will give you an answer god will always give me that like like for me i would always i realize like god will always give you an answer and the more specific you make it the more specific he's gonna be about it <laughs> I, I most like I, I, it's pretty easy get it like the same example gideon made it so specific he said make the do in the morning so specific and God did it the exact way he asked. So he knew it was coming from God. You know what I mean? So yeah. so in terms of that, like, just ask God more than once. Like, clarify. Get clarification. You know what I mean? You also want to become a pastor, right? I don't know anymore. I don't know. But you said earlier you're a pastor. Like, so. like, like, like I know, like, like I, like, I, like, 
I wouldn't say like a past. I say like an evangelist. Is that the word? Is that the word? Is that the word? I think it's evangelist, where it's just or a minister. Just like I think that's the word. I think one of those two are the words. Where it's like it's not like you're like the pastor of a church or anything, but it's just you speak the word of God. You speak the truth. Okay, so you want a minister? Yeah, if that makes sense. If that makes sense. Okay. So then do you feel as a minister that you would, I guess you wouldn't feel this way then because of all that you've spoken about, but how would you feel if someone walked up to you and said to you, hey, I know that you want to minister for God by uh, having Bible studies and stuff like that and writing books, but this rapping thing, you can't do that too. It's one or the other. If someone, if someone came and said that to me, mm-hmm. I know at the time I'm like, listen, that's between me and God. So if God says write a, if God says write a track, if God says write a track, I'm gonna write a track. <laughs> like it's one of those. Like if God said, yo, here's a beat, I want you to rap over it, I'm gonna rap over it. If God says sing over this beat for me, so I can spread my message further, because someone needs to hear this this song and replay it over and over again. I'm gonna do it because like I said, it's between me and God. And like I said, if that ever happened, getting clarification. I'm asking God, do you want me to stop rapping? Do you want me to stop doing this? And if God said, Yeah, don't, I don't want you to rap no more. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll stop. Until he said, Yo, I want you to go back to it. Like, you know what I mean? Or like if you never if, if he never says that, then he never says that. Like, you know what I mean? So that's gonna be like because I still have the skill. So it's like it's still a skill that's there. You know what I mean? So, so, so then what would you say to someone who is on the track of, of becoming a pastor, but they also are in the same position as you, they make rap music as well. And they've been thinking, they've maybe they feel based on what other people have told them that they have to give up one or the other. Do you think that as a pastor, you wouldn't be able to rap as well? I wouldn't say you wouldn't be able to. I would say you're able to, but God needs to know your heart and you need to know your intentions behind making the music because if, and what your lyrics are saying, what you're preaching behind the music, right? Because obviously beats and stuff like that can make it sound like you're doing all these different things and people get hooked on the beat and all these different things, right? But like I said, if God is orchestrating your steps in terms of music in that way, where it's like, I need you to rap about me. So this person, Becky from somewhere, somewhere, so I can listen to your song and get saved. If God orchestrates that for you, he orchestrates that for you, right? And, and I know it's not a, it's not like, it's like a, a conversation in a church where we're like, no, you can't do this music, can't do this, can't do this. And I'm like, if, if God tells me, stop rapping, gonna stop rapping. Like it's one of those, like, I, just, like it's gonna suck, right? And like, for me, as you can see, God kind of told me, stop rapping. Hence why I haven't dropped like a song in like a year. You know what I'm saying? Because like he told me, like, listen, stop rapping. I need you to focus on building this ministry first. And when you have a solid foundation in me, then maybe, maybe you can go back to making music. But as of right now, you were kind of drifting. Like that's kind of what he's seen from me. I was kind of drifting. Obviously, I made the mixtape or whatever, but I was still, I'm still, I was still kind of drifting. 
Mm -hmm. So he wanted to be like, listen, I need you to get more into my word. I need you to speak about my word. I need you to get go to following all these different things. And eventually it may go back to it. You know what I mean? Eventually, who, who knows? He may be said like, yo, I want you to make a song about this. And I make a song about it. Like you never know. So if God's telling you like, listen, stop rapping, then stop until further notice and follow what he's saying. Because if you don't understand what he's saying and don't follow what he's saying, then you're going to reach a point where you're like, I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm not using my talents. I'm not using my gifts anymore. And God's just looking at you like, you have other gifts and talents that are embedded in there, but I need you to stop doing this one thing so I can release those gifts to you and show you those gifts. Because I wouldn't know I have the gift of like speaking, like while I was doing like this ACF stuff, I wouldn't have the gifts of speaking and stuff like that if I, if I just continue with rapping. You know what I mean? If I could, yeah. yeah. Could you clarify what ACF is? Adventist Christian Fellowship, okay? And it's that every Friday night, you can go to different campuses all across Ontario, okay? And we speak on there. I get an opportunity to speak on there pretty often. And I've been doing that recently. I've been posting Instagram videos also, like, also and God showed me that, listen, you have a voice. Like, I need you to speak about these things. I need you to talk about these topics. I need you to bring up these topics because no one else is bringing them up. So I need you to bring them up. And I was like, oh, okay, well, sick. So now I'm out here speaking about unspoken truth that's why it's called unspoken truth because i'm speaking the unspoken truth the truth that, that no one's talking about the things i know one talk about the, the other the topics that people are too controversial to talk about right so so what kinda, exactly is unspoken truth so unspoken truth is kind of like i guess like the brand of everything of timothy spokes this personnel okay because unspoken truth is it's for me it's like a church at this point. It's called Unspoken Truth Church at this point. And it's unspoken books. There's like all these different things. Unspoken, right? Unspoken talents, all these different things, right? That's all that I created, right? And the reason why I made all these different things is because unspoken is because I realized from a young age, I've always wanted to speak up about things and talk about things that no one wants to talk about. And finally, I finally have a voice. So might as well use it this is the voice that's been in me the longest time. It's, it's that, that, that unspoken voice that's been in me the longest time, right? So I feel like it's, it's my time to just speak the truth and speak what needs to be said and say, and say things that need to be said. Because there are things that people don't ever want to talk about and stare away from because it's going to lose followers or lose fans or lose people in the church or all these different things. But God orchestrated us and told us, listen, we have to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. He is the truth. So if you're speaking about God, you speak about the truth about God, the realness about God, the real things about him, right? Because people can fabricate a lot of things and make it seem like, oh, just do this and you're fine. Just do this and you're good. You don't need to repent. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's good. Don't worry. You're saved by grace. Like all these different things, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. But there's more to that. There's, it's deeper than that, right? It's things you just touch the surface level. You know what I mean? So like what I realized, what I've learned about just uh, this relationship I have with God and stuff, I realized that it's about the main thing. It's about having a relationship with God. That's the first thing to focus on. You, every single second of the day, acknowledging God's presence and having a relationship with him, speaking to him every second of the day, right? Thinking about it every second of the day, right? And then you don't have to worry about following anything because at that point you're just you're already with Christ and Christ is in you and you can see him with you. So you're just auto automatically, you feel inclined to do certain things. 
where you're not going to feel inclined to certain things if you don't have that relationship with God. If you're not that close. A lot of people say that I know God, but God don't know you. You feel me? Because just like Jesus is talking about, they'll say, Lord, Lord to me. And they'll say, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So then, could you give me like a quick little look into what is unspoken talents? Because that picked my year. Okay, so unspoken talents was a thing I made last year, um, or two years ago, actually, you know, at this point. And I literally made concerts. Like, I literally had concerts with people from around the GTA or my city. And I hosted concerts just in the city, just a talent show. But people did, people had beatboxing, there's rapping, there's singing, there's dancing, there's artwork, there's drawing, there's all types of stuff. And it was great because it was like, I was literally bringing the community together. That's how deep it was. It was crazy. And no one ever knew that they could do that in the city. And I was the first one that did it. And it was just cool. It was so dope. And then COVID happened. And I was like, oh, well, I can't do this anymore. But, <laughs> but it was crazy. Like, I had videos on that page, man. It was it was amazing. It was crazy to see that so, many, so much talent came out. So much talent came out. And it was mm. crazy. We're out here just dancing, singing. Some long nights, and I think funny thing is, there's no drugs, anything, and nothing, none of that, none of, the, none of those things of that, of, that, of that nature. There, there's no drugs, no alcohol, no smoking, none of that stuff. It was just pure vibes, like that's all it was. Like, you just walk in, people are singing, people are dancing, DJ, everyone's just happy. Like, that's all it was, you know what I mean? People are connecting, people are networking. It's crazy, it was crazy. Those are one of those funnest times of my life. I could, I can say, I can confidently say, those are the times where. Yo, those, I'll look forward to those concerts. I remember it was every Saturday at the end of the month and people were looking forward, people from all over the city. So I'm like, yo, I'm about to be there. It's free, I'm pulling up, it's gonna be sick. And I was, it was crazy, man. It was actually so fun. It was so fun. So then how did you go about organizing such an event? Maybe someone may be inspired out there to do something similar. So um, when I was like rapping, uh, I wanted to do this I went to go do this performance. It cost four hundred dollars to do, but it, it gave me an opportunity to go. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it gave me an opportunity to to go to to Miami. Miami. Yeah, to Miami to go to go perform, right? And it's become first place. I came second place by one point. Ooh. Yeah, one point. I was, I was annoyed, but it was one point, and it was crazy because after that, uh, I, I I said to myself, I was like. Man, how much does it cost to, to host my own concert? If it costs more than dollars to perform at this guy's concert, how much it costs money? How much money does it allows me to rent out something, rent some speakers, rent a stage? Probably $400. So, looked it up, did research on it. it wasn't that expensive, like 200 And I was like, all right, for the first one. I was like, all right, I did it, right? And then the second one, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a cheaper room, get a smaller room, got a smaller room. Right, and then I made a. I think yeah, I made a performance t- pay like ten bucks to perform or something like that, and they're like, okay, so like ten performers is a hundred dollars to pay off the room, sick, and then any extra money I had, I used that to um, anybody that I worked in the summer or whatever, anybody I had, I used that money to pay for like the stage, and then eventually I built my own stage, and then wow. yeah, and then, I, and then I got speak my own my own speakers, and then became a thing. I would pop up concerts. <laughs> And I might do one out of this COVID thing. I'm gonna use because I, I saw I saw a convenient. 
I feel like it's orchestrated by God again because like, it's so convenient. Look at this. I stopped at YouTube Volume 9. And the next one, what I was going to do is YouTube Volume X, which is 10. Right? So the next content I'm going to do is YouTube Volume X. I'm going to bring it back up. And I'm gonna, oh, it's going to happen. Outside, big concert for the community once COVID's done. Big concert. Mud. I don't know when, but that's still on the bucket list somewhere. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's how I got into making the concerts. And like, I just like Googled a lot of things and I figured out where to go and what to do and all these different things, so. Okay. And do you think you could possibly put this concert online during COVID? I could, but then I was like, I thought I said to myself, I was like, I don't, it's not the same, man. It doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. <laughs> Like it was, it was a vibe. Like this videos, man, it was a vibe. We were there, and like this one guy came. His name is Arbush, and he came and he was like, "You guys got hype. He's got hype for no reason. Like he was on the stage. We, he was talking about. He was like, okay, I think he made a called Selena, right? And he's like, Selena. I imagine like, okay." So it was what it was just funny, and then like you just started everything mean, ads and the beat drop was like yo this is great, and it was just great. It was just great. It was a great. It was a great moment because I was there like wow. I was sitting there like wow. Me and God orchestrated this whole concert to happen. Like I was sitting there like it's it's imagine imagine you going to like a party or something or like a like a like an event or a function and you sit there and you see everybody enjoying themselves and you sit back and you're like wow. This would have never happened if I never came with that. Like God never gave me that idea. Let that sink in. Like I sat there and was like, wow, people are really enjoying themselves. If I never said, yo, I'm starting this concert. If God never gave me an idea to say, yo, go do this concert. None of these people will be out here having fun right now at this moment. And then wow. I, yeah, this is what I'm saying, that hit me, so yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on here and for talking to me about all of these unspoken truth, unspoken talents, your book, the ministering that you're doing. Do you have any final words and where can our listeners find you? Any social media? So it's like Timothy spoke on everything, realistically. And uh, lastly, I'll, I'll say about the, the book. The book. The book's a children book and it's about motivating children to actually chase their dreams in life and actually understand that they can accomplish whatever they want to accomplish because they're amazing the way they are. It doesn't matter if someone else looks different from you. It doesn't matter if someone else has a different gift or a different talent. You're still amazing the way you are. So that's kind of why I wrote the book. So like, you know, you can get the book on Etsy. Type in, on, just type in, I'm amazing on Etsy. Timothy spoke to you. Yeah, it'll pop up. It'll probably pop up. And uh, last thing I would say is at the end of the day, don't limit God's ability to do something great in you. Because you never know how God can change your life just by you agreeing to the will he has for your life. For example, you do this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for go example, ahead, go ahead. For example, you doing this podcast. I'm, I'm proud of you for starting this podcast. Just keep it consistent. And don't give up when things get rough. It's going to get difficult sometimes, but don't give up when things get rough. Even when you don't feel like making a podcast episode, make a podcast episode of you not feeling like you want to do a podcast episode. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those, right? 
Turn it up, keep it consistent, and I want to see this grow. So. Thank you, and I want to see our ministry grow too. So good. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you to our precious listeners for tuning in chilling with us on our first episode of intrinsic we'd be grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast on anchor spotify or whatever platform you're listening to this on also if you could leave us a review and share intrinsic with others that would be greatly appreciated if you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you'd like us to further touch on email us at g-o-e-p-r-d at gmail.com. Thanks again and have a blessed week.